Life Audio. Hello and welcome to the Capital Ministries podcast. At Capital Ministries, our mission is to make disciples of Jesus Christ in the political arena throughout the world, and we do this through weekly in-depth discipleship Bible studies. I'm Frank Sontag, and I look forward to sharing these Bible studies written by my friend Ralph Drawlinger. As president and founder of Capital Ministries, Ralph is teaching the same study to three different groups in D.C. this week. He holds a House Members Bible Study, a Senate Members Bible Study, and a Zoom study with former White House Cabinet members. This week, I would like to provide you with a slightly different Bible study. What follows is an outline on how to lead a devotional at Easter with your family. I encourage you to lead this important ministry function in your home. Before we get started, let us hear a word from our sponsor. This Capital Ministries Bible study from President and Founder Ralph Drollinger is entitled, Leading Family Devotions at Easter. As with Thanksgiving and Christmas, this week I would like to provide you with a slightly different Bible study. What follows is an outline on how to lead a devotional at Easter with your family. I encourage you to lead this important ministry function in your home. It is critical to train yourself to lead your family spiritually for several reasons. First, such as incumbent upon the husband. Being obedient to Scripture in this regard will inure personal blessings from above. Secondly, it helps to assure that the faith is passed down in your family lineage. Easter is an important time for you to build your family culture. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord, states Joshua in Joshua 24.15. Thirdly, this is a time to confer with your family. You need them to be 100% behind your huge familial sacrifices of time and energy in order to serve your district in D.C. Your family needs to be supportive in order for you to remain healthy and effective. And our country especially needs believers to remain effective here. Your leadership at Easter represents a sacred time to endure, assure, and confer with your family. Do not miss these special opportunities. Our Introduction The following is a suggested outline to help prepare you for leading and facilitating a meaningful and spiritually nourishing time of family gathering and devotions at Easter. Preparing for the Family Devotional A. Announcing it When you invite your family and inform them of the time to arrive and when you will be sitting down to dinner, mention the family devotion in the conversation. By discussing this tradition, people will not be surprised when you transition into this part of the day. Much of the pressure will be taken off you when the time arrives to segue into the devotion, it should come as no surprise. B. Dressing for it. Give prior consideration as to how you will dress. Dress one step above your guests, but only one step. Your dress should show warmth, love, dignity, and a sense of seriousness. Remember how you dress should reflect the fact that in the coming moments you will be God's spokesman to your family. Do not take that lightly or discount the sobriety of your duties by sloppy dress. C. Timing it in the day. 
A good time to have devotions is after the main meal during dessert. Make sure the television and background music are off and not competing for attention. Kindly inform everyone that they need to turn off all electronic devices during takeoff and landing. You don't want your young ones sending text messages, playing games, or the final round at Augusta competing for your attention while you're sharing God's Word. I ask Danielle to serve dessert and beverages while I speak. This helps to take the edge off, especially for those who might not be saved. D. Transitioning into it. As you circulate amongst your guests and invite them into the room, which you have previously determined is best for this purpose, make appropriate edifying only small talk as people settle in. You are starting to set the tone. Be extra sensitive to making your guests feel comfortable. Help with moving the chairs, bringing people coffee and other preparations. Manifest a servant's heart. Beginning the family devotional. A. Introductory remarks. Express your heartfelt gratitude that you could all be together during this wonderful time of year. B. Praise your wife. Nothing is more important in the formation and stability of your children and grandchildren than for them to see how much you love your wife. Follow the Acts outline as you speak about your God-given partner in life. A. Adoration. Several things you most like. C. Confession. Things she puts up with you. T. Thanksgiving. Show gratefulness to her. S. Supplication. Express that you pray for her. C. Praise your family members. Speak personally and edifyingly into the lives of your family members in front of others. This will require forethought to most effectively build them up. Herein you are setting a long-term tone and culture for what you expect in terms of the interpersonal relationships amongst your clan. Open the scriptures together. Prepare adequate copies of scripture for everyone. A. Read the passage. Ask your best reader to read the passage. This isn't so much a time to exegete the passage as it is to open the scripture together as a part of your family tradition. B. Explain the passage. Once the reading is completed, be ready to share some of your insights into the passage that are self-evident from the reading. Sing a hymn together. The hymn, He is Lord, is very appropriate for singing after reading 1 Corinthians 15, 3-6. Provide the lyrics on a separate page and make enough copies for everyone. If not you, defer to someone else gifted in music to lead. Reflect on the profundity that no other religious leader ever rose from the dead. Such serves to prove the veracity of all that Jesus taught and the singularity of belief in Christ for salvation. Share your personal testimony. Prepare beforehand your personal conversion story. Speak no longer than three minutes, no long recitations of every detail of your life, please. I can help you to sort through, outline, and codify this if you like. An effective testimony includes the following three irreducible minimums. A. Your life before receiving Christ. B. Specifically, how you received Christ. And C. Life changes since you received Christ. The main thing you want to achieve is to model for your family how they too can receive Christ if they haven't already. So edit your comments with this objective in mind. 
You're providing them with a powerful living example and tool as to how to receive Christ at a later date. Share the gospel. There is nothing more important to accomplish as a husband and father than to lead your kids to Christ. Now is a good time. Here is how to transition into that. A. Apply the passage. It is fitting at this point, having read scripture, sung a hymn, and listened to your testimony, for you to return to the scripture and apply it to their lives. Ask your family members, if they haven't already, to invite the Lord Jesus into their hearts, just like you did. Take advantage of the special warmth people feel at Easter, the power of having read the Word of God together, and your personal testimony as pillars to support your personalized quest for their conversion. Do not preach, rather emphasize warmth and gentleness even though you are most likely struggling to be courageous in your inner person. B. Gospel Verses to Use Look up the following passages prior to the devotion and mark them in your Bible. Do not read them from the study. These will aid you in sharing the gospel in a succinct and thoughtful way. Notice how these verses progress through the plan of salvation. Make appropriate transitions to achieve the same sense of progression. Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 5.8, But God demonstrates His own love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. John 1.12, but as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in his name. Romans 12:1 through 2 Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. C. Invite others to ask Jesus into their hearts. Publicly pray the following prayer, inviting anyone who would like to ask Jesus into his heart to pray along with you silently as you pray out loud. Lord Jesus, I need you. I realize that I have sinned and fall short of your standard of perfection, and am in need of not only a Savior, but a Lord, who will always lead me in the right direction. I open the door of my life today and ask you to come in and begin to change my life for good and your glory. Amen. Personally and individually, follow up afterwards with your family members. Ask them if they pray that prayer with you. In the days that follow, minister to each accordingly as the family shepherd. Begin to cultivate an image of yourself as the shepherd of the family. Closing the Family Devotion From the bottom of your heart, express to your family how important this time has been to you and how you hope it has been meaningful to them as well. A. Close with the same hymn. Encourage everyone to sing the hymn once again from the heart. B. Close with prayer. You might choose to have someone else in the family whom you know as a strong walk with Christ to close in prayer. And C. Express appreciation. 
You are the head of the household. Once again, take this opportunity to set a tone of love, mercy, graciousness, compassion, long-suffering, and care. Abundantly shower others with His love and tell them how much you appreciate each of them. How can you spend more time with each of your family members? For someone as busy as you are, prioritizing time with your immediate and extended family members is probably your best way to prove your love for them and extend influence for Christ. Our summary. May God richly bless you as you assume your spiritual leadership responsibilities in your home. This is what God has called you to, and you need to serve your family in this way in service to Him. Family devotions is one of the most important functions you will perform in life, with the greatest return on investment, I might add. Lastly, it is common to feel woefully inadequate in this role. I still struggle with those feelings, too. Ask God for the strength. He will empower you. Just wait and see what I mean. I'll be praying for you, my friend. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 3 through 6. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures, and that He appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. After that, He appeared to more than five hundred brethren at one time, most of whom remain until now, but some have fallen asleep. Our final suggestion is the hymn, He is Lord. Part of it reads, He is Lord, He is Lord. He is risen from the dead, and He is Lord. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Friends, I encourage you to find more studies like this one on the Capital Ministries website, which is capmin.org. There you can also learn about in-depth weekly discipleship Bible studies taking place in capitals throughout our nation and around the world. You may be called to lead such studies with public servants in your community. Thanks to the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the podcast. Here at lifeaudio.com, you will also find more faith-centered podcasts. This concludes our Bible study for this week. May God bless you deeply. Thank you for all you do on the Hill and in our great country, and happy Easter. This is Frank Sontag.